0: Ready to do a podcast where we're all three in the same room for once this month? When was the last time that happened? I think uh, it's been
1: at least four weeks. January. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, Adam and I were talking yesterday. I haven't seen Adam since like February sixth. No. it's been a long yeah. time. We, yeah, too long, Adam.
0: Yeah, was it though? I'm sure you were like, man, I'm finally done with that guy. I
1: mean, most of the time I was at Walt Disney World, so nah. yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, he my life he cared great. very little. <laughs> very <I'm> little. Sure, <laughs> I was mostly thinking how much fun it was and. Also, how hot and how humid it was. Was it hot? Oh, it was so hot and humid. Yeah, it was like it was like they had a like this unseasonal jump. It was like eighty five to eighty seven. Oh, you yeah, had like a pouring winter. down rain day too, didn't you? There was a couple of rain days, yeah. but like that Florida rain, right. where it would just dump rain
0: for three minutes and then it was Oh, that's hot. right. You were in Florida. I always forget you were in Florida because yeah. I am like, wasn't humid at Disneyland at eighty five? What are you talking about? Oh, Florida, yeah, very humid. It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's uh, the devil's armpit. I yeah. liked it. I. Mm. Oh, uh, Disney World is fine, but I am just, and sorry to anybody who might be listening from the lovely Panhandle State, Florida. We do
2: have some Florida listeners. Mm, we do? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: hey guys. <laughs> I'm one of you. It's okay. I'm allowed to talk crap. I grew up there. It's fine. Yeah, no, Alan's from there, I think. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Good talk. Ah. Watch out for them gators.
2: I honestly don't know if he likes it or not.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hey, in case you don't like it, Florida's a pit. There you go. (laughs) Let's commiserate, shall we? Anyway, um, welcome to the Bite Me podcast. We are all back in the same room. Episode one hundred and eighteen. Yeah, it's a big number. Is there any weird mathematical you can do
2: for that? One plus one plus eight is ten.
0: Moving on. That's exactly how many listeners we just lost in that moment. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, My name is Adam West, and I am Cliff Johnson, the Dylan. Your fan on your computer is very loud. It is. I don't know what it happened. Sounds it just like it's like it taken off on. for outer space. <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's actually sure what's an going Ufo? On, an ufo? Yeah. Oh.
1: <sighs> yeah. Hopefully that'll just calm <laughs> itself right down.
0: <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I wish you could have been on the journey that my brain just went on trying to figure out what you meant by Ufo, because I went all over the place in .2 seconds. That was great. It's a UFO. Yeah. Nah. No, it's
2: not. It's oh. A new info. Oh, damn
0: it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if this is the first time you're listening to us, well, you're welcome for that introduction. I'm sure you loved it, and you're going to stick around forever. They're all like that. Yes. <laughs> uh, go back and listen. We're not lying. Uh, we talk about video games, and we talk about video game news, and video game things, and stuff,
2: and, and just o- video games. And occasionally stuff that's absolutely not related to video games at all. It does but it's,
0: it's gaming-centric. It's gaming adjacent. Yes,
2: that's generally the... The uh, trajectory of the mm. words. Boy.
0: <laughs> um, aren't you glad to be back? It's right. uh, All right. Before we get into what we're playing, a little news that we're going to talk about this week. Uh, you might have heard about this little Nintendo slash Pokemon Direct that happened earlier today. And finally, we're recording on a day after something big happened that we get to talk
2: about. Literally, instead of the day before right. everything happened? So
1: today we've got Pokemon. Uh-huh. The Games with Gold has already been announced, and PS Plus has already been announced. I know, it's a wealth.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it's all kinds like, of things. It's the 27th. It's the
1: next
0: to last day of the month of <laughs> yeah. right.
2: recording this. Short month.
0: Um, so, uh, new Detective Pikachu trailer. It is out, and it looks amazing. amazing. I'm so excited. Um, Dead Cells, if you pick that up, there's going to be some free DLC coming. We'll talk about that. Kingdom Hearts is going to expand on their little universe with a new type of game. Uh, BioWare's got their 90-day roadmap for Anthem, plus uh, that dude the r- 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 from Nintendo is retiring. <laughs> I can't say his name, Reggie. Let's say Reggie.
2: Do you think is yes? Is his name is Reggie. Is it is it French? Is it like I would guess so. Filami. Filami. I, I, I think it, I think it is right.
1: me.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Reggie. Filami. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's hmm. exactly what we just said. That's why
2: no one says it out loud,
0: <laughs> right? Um, and a, a couple other random news stories that are that are quite interesting. Just one that I'm,
2: say it in Mario's what? voice. Reggie. Filami. <laughs> me. <Feel-a-mi. laughs> Oh, God. Plus questions,
0: and uh, we're going to, like we said, talk about your cheap, free games, and um, we have a troll corner. We do. Well, that's fun. I almost put in two, but I just put in one. It's like dogs in a bathtub. So let's get into it. We're going to start with what we are playing, and why don't you go first, since you're back and you've not been on the show for a couple weeks? I haven't.
1: Um, So I played a couple things. Um, Played some Flipping Death on the airplane, actually. (laughs) Which is a game that I picked up on the Switch after playing it at PAX West. Okay. And it's a fun kind of adventure game where you play a girl who was working at a mortuary and then got fired because she was just too, like, goth to work at a mortuary. And then gets in a car accident and dies. Um, And then... She's kind of wandering around. She's strongly in denial, you know, the first phase of being dead. And she walks up to the Grim Reaper and he thinks that she's actually a temp that has been sent to uh, fill in as death while he goes on vacation because he hasn't taken a vacation in like 1.5 billion years. And so she's kind of and hands are the sigh and he flies away. And so now she's deaf. And so past that, you just have to start solving all these different puzzles in the world. But the kind of, like, trick of the game is you can possess anybody in the real world if you collect enough of these, like, floating skulls to possess them. So when you do it, the reason it's called Flipping Death is the, actually the entire game kind of flips around, um, mm. like, actually flips. It's really cool. The entire game is kind of one of those Paper Mario kind of games where the characters are all 2D, but the world is actually...
0: Well, did you play, uh, did you play the... Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World Demo? Similar to that, So yeah. where
1: you can flip around and yep. you see things from the other side? Yeah, and the entire okay. thing flips around. And so then you possess them, and then you can use people in the game to help you solve your puzzles. And I didn't get very far into it, because unfortunately my Switch battery died. And, That's weird. Yeah, and I didn't have a power block to plug it into. That's so just sad. It was kind of a bummer, but I, you know, for the probably half hour, 45 minute I've played it, and I played probably 20 minutes of it at PAX, too. It's really fun. I picked it up, I think, it was like $15, 20 bucks okay. uh, on the switch, and it was—it's really fun so far. I'm excited to spend some more time with that. Um, I played some of The Walking Dead season one,
0: okay. which is I'm the like, game. I don't know what these letters mean. Twid,
1: <laughs> twid. Uh, I played some of The Walking Dead season one, which is the game we're playing this month for Bite Me plays. Um, I'm not going to talk a lot about it because obviously we'll do a podcast about it. But it's—it's it's not
0: great wait so it's the very very first (laughs)
1: yeah yeah it's been
0: remastered in oh yeah that's though no it's good it's not where she meets the dude and like yeah clementine and yeah
2: yeah no i think he's the only person i've ever heard not enjoy this colby also doesn't like it (laughs) well
1: you're related so that's pretty much the same same person person, yeah
0: wow Well, that's weird, because the next game you're talking about, uh, you and I flat out disagree on. I wonder if it's, uh, when did you play it? I played it when it originally came out on the PS3. I think that...
2: I played it, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah, and then
0: I went back and played it when they remastered it. Really? Yeah.
2: Because, man, I... I mean, I I don't think it's... I wouldn't call it an excellent game, but I... It's definitely not bad. Like I
0: don't call it, I don't even call it a game. I I, I put right, that it, in the same like category as like you know everyone's gone to the rapture or. See and that's know, kind of my thing about home, it is like, like I that.
1: thought it was going to be a little more walking simmy than it is, and it's really not. Um,
0: just, it's not, but it's still for me. It falls into that same camp. Yeah, yeah. just because I, of the. <clears> throat> throat>
1: it's okay. I've played. So I think there's five episodes and I've beaten the first one and I'm like maybe halfway through the second one. And it's a it's a struggle to keep going. Well, I think so. that's
0: I think we talked about it a, f- a few episodes back when the question was given to us about decision making in a game. Yeah, and it's like you're given the illusion of making yeah. a decision.
2: It's makes, a little railroady. Yeah. Like you ultimately have like two choices, and you the same outcome might happen either way. Like and, that's kind of what it feels like. And but that doesn't matter because. And that's it, the
1: thing that I'm really noticing about yeah. it is, is it's, it's really interesting to me because this is written by the same folks that wrote Firewatch and firewatch is the same way. No choices in that game matter, but it's really not transparent in firewatch at all and in this game it's super transparent. Yeah. Like you can tell like first of all if you choose the wrong one, a lot of the time they'll just go like that's not the right one and choose the other one anyway. I don't know. Like I said, we'll talk about it more, you know, in I don't know, probably about 2 weeks. Sounds good. But man, it's going to I got I've got a lot of game to beat in 2 weeks and it's it's a struggle. So I'm sorry. We'll see. Um let's fight. <laughs> ha! The next game I played, I played about three or four hours. of This is Crackdown Three, and I know neither of you liked it, but I'm having a. I
2: did not dislike it at all. Oh, you did. I, I, just, you say, didn't like I it. just say. I just say it feels like it feels like an Xbox 360 game for the most part, mm. other than it looks significantly what, better. What makes you think that? The controls just aren't very tight. See and I'm like I don't feel that at like, all. Like I think the controls are yeah. great. Anytime you play a free running game like that where you're just like bounding up buildings, like there's a very big difference between a game that plays like you just like bound up buildings and then one where you're like, well, I missed that ledge, and it's one of those games. Really? Because yeah. I don't have
1: any problem with that at all. Yeah.
2: Like I just compared to playing games like the like Batman Arkham Knight, like significantly, which better. is currently when on it, Game Pass. When it comes to like I'm scaling a building, like it's very like just flawless, and I'm sure the new Assassin's Creed are like that, because I remember, like, Assassin's Creed was very good at that, and it just doesn't feel that way. To me,
1: it doesn't play anything different than those. To me, what it really plays like, though, is Saints Row 4. I think it it reminds me a ton, like, uh, almost like that they just ripped Saints Row 4 off, and, like, took out the kind of controversial parts of Saints Row 4, and just replaced it with I don't know superheroes, superheroes, super, but Android I'm I'm having heroes. so much fun with it. Um, yeah. I played it for about an hour by myself, and then I played it for another two or three hours co op with my kid. And like, first of all, he loved it. I mean, oh, I think it's perfect, absolutely for adored. It. Honestly, because it's yeah. it's
0: just that cartoony, violent, and I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> for them, I think it's great. <laughs>
1: quack quack, mother ducker. Eh. Uh, <laughs> eh. But like the first time that they like dropped the f bomb, my kid was like. Actively giggling through my (laughs) (laughs) ears—that's super funny. But uh, yeah, no, I I really, really, really like what I've played so far. I'm I'm actually really excited about finishing that game out. So uh, it—I'm gonna play
2: it
0: more. I just
2: haven't yet. I
0: mean, I've got it. Um, I I downloaded it, obviously installed it, and played it. And since we're all playing it, we could talk. I mean, it's for me, it's too. It 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 feels like a pretty 360 game. Yeah, like it really does. And I. And That's I guess, so funny. I don't get that at mm-hmm. all. I don't. The controls are just a little too. Yeah. I don't know. Can you control the
2: sensitivity of your analog sticks? I mm-hmm. definitely turned mine down because I, do I always turn my sensitivities way down. So
0: maybe I need to do that because I just feel it like- definitely
2: helped. Like the the default sensitivity was made it definitely worse. So it definitely felt better when I kind of modified it to my taste. But it, okay. maybe that'll help. It just isn't the smoothest. Mm-mm.
1: See, and to uh, me, like I love the feeling of being able to like I love. The like double jump plus the like little boost you can do. I love that you roll using the directional pad.
2: No, I agree. The yeah, the rolling was nice. Yeah, there there is definitely redeeming parts. I'm just saying, like overall, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just like it doesn't feel much different than I don't know, Crackdown Two. Like yes. And I never played any of the Crackdown games, so maybe that's... Yeah, maybe that's it. If if you'd
0: experienced this game, you know, what, 10 years ago when it first came out on 360, then maybe you'd be like, oh, it's literally more of the same, it's just prettier. Which is not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's it's like, you've had 10 years to innovate and whatever on this this
2: property, and you've not done it. I I guess it's probably just a lack of expectation, thinking that 10 years later, like, the... Th- the smoothness at which I'm going to bound a building to building is going to just be, like, mind-blowing. Better. And it just wasn't. Yeah, so t- I think that's probably really what it is. <laughs> to
1: me, it was really, I wanted um, Agents of Mayhem to be a better version of uh, Saints Row 4. And this, to me, is exactly what I wanted Ag- Ma- yeah. Agents of Mayhem to be. Um, but also, like, I I enjoy serious, like, action-adventure open-world games, Um, they're fun. But I also really, really enjoy ones that aren't. Yeah, just mindless. And there are so few of them. There are just so few games that 100% don't take themselves seriously. I mean, when I got into that game and the first thing I'm like, why can I pick up this body? And then I pick it up and throw it like 400 yards. I'm like, oh, so that's what this game is. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's like a masterpiece, but I think it's way better. I mean, I think its metacritic average right now is like terrible. 50 55. or 55. Yeah. And this to me is way closer to like a 7.5 yeah. kind of game. Well,
2: that's a you weren't here to talk to us last week, but what I what I said talking to Adam was I think it's getting unfair criticism because it's like if you say Crackdown has a bad story, you're in too deep. Like yeah. you're you're like you've already did done yourself a disservice. Like yeah. the game is not that's not what it's trying to no. do. Like you're criti- you're you're criticizing a pancake for not being a waffle. Yeah. Like it's just like
1: That's it, the greatest <laughs> phrase I've ever heard. Yeah,
2: it's like yeah, of course you probably want a waffle but like you're <laughs> eating pa- a stack of pancakes right now. So why didn't you order the waffle? <laughs> like that's and the game is still so fun. Like I don't I'm not going to take yeah. the fun factor out of the game but that's yeah. like the
0: second. That's like the second funny, weird, like analogy thing that I've heard in a podcast last week or the other day. I was listening to the IGN podcast and they were talking about. I want to say they were talking about Crackdown, and um, I can't remember who was talking about. It. He said something about, you know, it's like taking one of your favorite things and just filling it up with crap all around it. It's like what he's like. It's like putting a peanut M M&M and M in a graveyard and saying, "Go find it." Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, anyway. Well there's that. Um my one criticism I will say about crackdown in particular that kind of is weird to me. Um we've got these massive open world games, Red Dead, Assassin's Creed, GTA, blah blah, all the and they're on and on. massively populated with so many just random people walking around. I don't see a lot of people like traversing the streets yeah. and hanging out.
2: It's it's not as life filled
0: no, as yeah.
1: I mean it's definitely not as good as Red Dead Redemption no. but I think it's just as good as GTA and like the, the one thing that you I'm not noticing is like GTA is practically the game where you can like hey look a red car and then turn around and turn back around it's just gone <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least they nailed that yeah. one thing I will say that I really like that they did too and uh, did you guys notice that they split the single player game and the multiplayer game into two separate downloads Yeah, like, yeah. that is awesome for yeah. game. is it though? yes
2: Yeah, I think it's smart. Yeah, because There's no reason to download a game that you're not going to play. I'm probably
1: not going to play the multiplayer, and I mean, I have a uncapped data plan, um, but if I didn't, I would very... Well, I mean, it cost me 50 bucks a month. No. Um, Yeah. Um, But if I didn't have an uncapped data plan, I would really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, there's your Crackdown 3. If you're playing it and you're enjoying it, hey, good for you. Somebody has to. I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, no, talk to us about it. Let us know what you think. Yep. Um, all right, is that what you're playing? Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. You and I are actually kind of playing the same things. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Tetris 99.
2: Yeah. Well, not just Tetris 99, because I'm so bad at Tetris in general that uh-huh. I had to like take a step back, because trying to be good at Tetris while people are throwing garbage at you is not the <laughs> best way to be, get better at Tetris. Like,
0: and if you haven't played Tetris 99, people aren't literally throwing like trash cans at The Garbage yeah. are the blocks that you can send to yeah. Tetronomos, you can send to um, other uh,
2: people. So on my little cruise to Victoria, B.C., on the Clipper. I prepared myself with Puyo Puyo Tetris, because it's the only way you can play Tetris on the Switch. Yeah. There's not another... You can't just get Tetris. That's so weird. It's just kind of so funny. So strange. But I don't feel bad because it is a—it's a very quality game. Like there's a lot of content there. Just aside from being able to play Tetris, like all kinds of stuff. It's fun. But Ooh,
0: there's Tetris on your NES Classic, isn't there?
2: Probably. Mm, might be. Yeah. Ah, but that don't fit in my pocket. Okay. Damn <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, played a lot of Tetris, and I—I I did feel that I got significantly better. But man it's a game that just it's so it's such a strong game this many years later um, with all the innovations that's still just a perfect 10 out of 10 game mm-hmm. like well it's like taking a game that's so renowned that's so everybody
0: knows this game everybody's played this game and not doing anything fundamentally different other than pitting you against other people like all they did was jump on the battle royale bandwagon right. it comes with your your family plan or your your nintendo online subscription and now there's this whole new audience and people like it's one of the top streamed games right now yeah. on twitch people are streaming tetris 99 and people are watching i want to i want to
2: watch that just to see the the skill level of people playing tetris like it was fun, even just watching Adam play Tetris that one time. I was like, "God, Adam, I'm so much better at Tetris than I could, <laughs> I will ever be." Just because, like, he it was a part of his life. Yeah. Um, unlike, like, I played a little Tetris on NES like mm-hmm. growing up, but that's it. So.
0: The only time I played it when I was a kid was on my uh, Game Boy because yeah. I think it was the pack-in game with the original Game Boy. It was, yeah. And that's why I'm like, yeah, that was fun. What else you playing? Cause um, it's the same thing I've been playing, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Yeah, wait, uh, there was a hand in the air. Yeah, like it just don't so care.
1: I did not play Tetris Ninety Nine. You know what I did play? Another game that's like Tetris, where you throw crap at each other. Because I bought a PlayStation Classic for forty oh, bucks yeah. from Walmart. And oh, so I, forgot I got about to play this. Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo 2, oh. Two Turbo.
2: It was very good.
0: It's, I'm sure it was very good. I thought, when you were like, we get to throw crap at each other, oh, you bought a bunch
2: of PS Classics and started throwing them at each other. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> he bought a piece of turd right so you could play Super Puzzle Fighter. Right before
1: I left, I got to play. I have not played a lot of it yet, but I will bring it to the office and so Dylan can play
2: it. I'm very excited to It'll finally play this good. game that I've heard so much oh, about and never even seen. I will seen.
0: your hiney.
2: It was well, of course, I've never, I don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, I don't well, even know I, what this game looks like. But
0: keep in mind, I've probably not played that game aside from the the weird like mobile version they did last year in yeah. 15 years.
1: Yeah, there was no way I was going to pay hundred bucks for one, but for forty, yeah, I'm yeah. done.
0: It's
2: real fun. Yeah. Um, um, so Captain yeah. Toad Treasure Tracker. Have you uh, ever played it before? I played the demo and I really enjoyed it. But, great. Um, I we were we were going to have a like I mean three hours on this cruise, so we're like, what's well, a cool game that we could play? And they just announced that full co op, some more levels. So I'm like, that's a good that's a good idea for a game that we can play on our ride. And it was like, it's just such a. Again, it's a really simple premise, but it's super fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like the, I like, so I played the original on the Wii U,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. well, I've got my friend that works at Nintendo, so he had his Wii U, and he always got the new games and stuff, and we played it, and it was so much fun. We would sit there and just kind of geek out on it for a few hours, um, but I never owned it. So as soon as it came to the Switch, I'm like, oh, I know this game. It's totally worth the price of admission, because I think it was only 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's great. And they've added, like, the whole little find the 8-bit toad.
2: Right. There's, like, there's additional reasons to play the same levels.
1: And the way that works is each level is, like, a little self-contained puzzle, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And yeah. you can move around and move the camera around you so you can see different perspectives. And, yeah. Turn um, off the motion control, though, because that always... Yeah.
0: Because yeah, you then you're going to be the,
2: sitting there with your Switch. And you're going to kind of move. Look and you going to look around the level <laughs> and you look like you're... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not um, fun that way and the goal is to find the golden star or whatever like Mario games do but it also has like there's three gems that by doing things or finding them in the levels there's more collectibles and then there's like a secret objective in every level that you don't know when you start it so by playing the level it'll you either happen upon the secret objective or you can go back in and find mm-hmm. it later. Um, so there's a couple different things. And then you can play hide-and-seek with, like, Pixel Toad. So when you play the game, like, Pixel Toad's hiding somewhere in the level and you just have to go find him and touch him.
0: And Pixel Toad is, like, if you remember in, like, Super Mario Odyssey when you would do the the 8-bit against the yeah, wall thing. Yeah.
2: Pixel Toad looks like that. He's actually, I guess, against the wall. And he's flat against the wall. Yeah. That's um, cool. But... Yeah, there's no real jumping. It's just like you just navigate around the level and hit levers, go upstairs, get That's a pickaxe, break bricks, find hidden areas, push buttons. Sometimes there'll be a level where you have like two toads that you control with the same directional stick. So you have to like get them against walls to put them in different parts of the level to to navigate both toads through the level to hit two buttons at the same sure. time. And whatnot, but it's just a. It was a really neat idea. Um, I still think it's interesting that this game was spawned off of a mini game within Mario that people liked so much that they're like,
0: eh, Yeah, let's what make was, that it? A Super, game. was it? Super it Was it Super Mario Three D Land?
2: Three D Land. Whatever the Land. one was on yeah. the Wii U. Yeah, it was that one. And it's a. It's not a sixty dollar game, right? No. Yeah. No. It's only like forty bucks, and I think the new DLC is like six bucks, so you can get like the game with DLC for forty five, nice or whatever. So it's it's and they've. They've released one of the new levels, and it, within some amount of time soon, you'll get the rest of those DLC levels. That's way cool. Um, I like it. But I think it's definitely worth it if someone's looking for a pretty casual puzzle game. Um, it's, it's a lot It of fun. reminds me a little—I'm trying to remember the the game
1: that it reminds me of. Um, there's another—it like, was a PC game, I think, but they just released the second one where the, the world rotates to and you solve puzzles. I think you've played it. Um so maybe a mobile
0: game. Well, there was a game on PS Vita. Oh wait, are you talking about Monument Valley? Monument Valley. Yeah. yeah. Is it kind of like that? Um, no, because in Monument Valley you're not really moving the world around; you're just moving pieces within the world. This you're oh, actually moving the true. whole world yeah, yeah, plus yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. within it.
2: Yeah. Um, Remember, you said there's just, a demo. There is a demo. So you can demo. play like three, three-fold levels on the demo, which is pretty, I sure. mean, five minutes a piece, yeah. maybe, but it gives you a good sense of the game, and it, it's pretty fun, and I think the demo does a good job of like, yeah, I would like this game.
0: Yeah, because it's definitely one of those games, too, kind of like like Yoshi games, where they start off, they're like, all right, this is how you do this, and you get through the first three or four levels, and you're like, oh, man, uh, I got this, totally cool, Yeah, and then you get, like, level five, and you're all... Well, that's a little more difficult <laughs> and then you hit level 10 you're like what?
2: Yeah, yeah and the demo's nice too I think it picks a, a early level and two kind of later levels too so it's not like you're playing the first three levels right. so you're not just like well that was easy it's like there's actually a, not a challenge but you get a sense of like a variety of what the game yeah. offers mm-hmm. and it, I think it has like a mini what I would say like more of a boss encounter like it's a more interactive level Um, mm, That's really cool yeah. If you're uh,
0: still rocking a PSP,
2: remember that? I know. Nobody really
0: is or did. Um, I don't know if they ever put it into the Vita, but there's a game called Crush. And you're this weird little dude who's like, hey, I'm a dude, crush. man. Like, what up, bro? Oh. Um, and it's kind of along the same lines as Toad's Treasure Tracker-ish, where you're in a 3D world, but you can crush. The The move is called Crush. And when you do that, the world goes from 3D to 2D. Oh. And then it That's creates cool different idea. pathways and links things together. <laughs> Um, and then when you're like, okay, I got over here, you, you crush again, and it goes back to 3D, you might fall off the edge of the world or something like that. But that's it's, cool. It's really cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I pulled my Switch out really quick just to make sure I had uh, covered what I was playing, which is Tetris 99. Um, and I also had been playing New Super Mario Bros. Use Switch.
2: I almost got that, too.
0: That, that one. I'm like, I'll pay $60 for that again because yeah. that's a smart investment. Yeah. But it's a good, I mean, it's... Probably since Super Mario World, probably one of the best, like 2D side scrolling Mario's. There's yeah. been
1: It's a to me that's a little disappointing that they're charging like full price for yeah. essentially re-releases of last generation but
0: yeah. I
2: mean they didn't make money on it
0: last
1: gen so That is fair.
0: That's true. No
2: one bought it. It. <laughs> that's a, that's the that I'll give them that. Like no if no one bought it you can right. you can sell it for the same price. So
0: So yeah and then I've, I've been cuz I've been trying to do this thing where I look at the eShop and like I'm going to buy that game because it's 97 cents. Oh yeah, or, there's, there's there's some. Games like my that. brother's bet, been dude. doing that. Yeah. Um, I downloaded a game. I haven't looked into it a whole lot more, but it's called Coloro, K O L O R O, and I want to say it was. Is it kind of spooky looking? It looks a little spooky. Yeah. spooky. I don't say it was like this one was maybe uh, more than like the three or four dollars. I think it might have been fourteen or twelve. I may have bought that one too. Yeah, but I'm still playing some Starlink. Oh, and the other thing that I did was. I wanted to reacclimate. I can't remember if I talked about it on the last episode. Wanted to reacclimate myself with to, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you did. So I started about. a new profile. Started the game over again. I'm, I'm, Why? Because it's because on my other game, as I said last week, if you'd have listened, oh, um, I'm <laughs> my my original save file. I'm at uh, Hyrule Castle, ready to go against. Uh, oh, so you want to get used to game so you I'm, can beat. Okay, so I want to practice. I, well, I want to get back yeah. into the swing of it because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Um. So there's that. I but that's what I'm playing. I'm a firm believer that video games could really use like a like first of all like when you're watching like network TV, like on Recap. last week's yeah. episode, yeah. It like remind you of what happened, but also like,
0: hey, do you want to play the tutorial again? <laughs> right. We noticed that you kind of suck lately. Let's uh-huh. try this again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's that. That's what we're playing. If we're not playing something you think we should be playing, well, it's just because we have better taste than you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you can drop into our Discord and give us your recommendations or put a post on any of our socials and let us know. All right. Let's get into this thing. Uh, We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can subscribe and support us for as little as a dollar a month. And you get all kinds of cool, nifty little discord swag and stuff and things uh, all the way up to our producer level where we give you thanks on every week's show. by when Cliff's
2: not here, we struggle for a minute and then I have to recite them from memory. How did you do? I I think I nailed it. I think you did all right. I almost forgot kangaroo jack, but that's because Adam distracted me mid... Mid performance so. sure didn't. But then I, I remember it at the end. <clears throat> um, all right. I'm very quickly oh, pulling these
0: one. up. <laughs> so if you're just listening, like I said, for the first time to this show, uh, we are not a prepared bunch. We show up. I'm usually better than well, it's this. Well, uh, it's been a
1: crazy four weeks. So, <laughs> like... Can you believe that it is March? I mean, yeah, like, literally, it is March on Friday.
0: I remember the meme that was going around in January. It was like, 2019's been a hell of a year. And they're like, that was just Jan Or January's <laughs> been a hell of a year.
1: It's like, okay. And then February just <laughs> boom, blink and gone. Over. All right. So, our patrons. Yes. Alan Schulte, who I think is from Florida. I might be wrong. If you're from <laughs> Florida believe, I believe and I offended
0: right. you in any way, well...
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Austin Palmer, Jack Irish, who you almost forgot, Jacob Frank, Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schold, Tom McDermott, and, of
2: course, Vinny Champa,
0: Yay, Vinny, who just had a birthday. We talked about that. Yeah. was, yeah. yeah. He can drink now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he can finally get that pirate grog on the... Right. seas of booty. Not Legally. congrats
0: on circling the planet for another year. Congratulations, no, you can that's drink. That's it. That doesn't even matter. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, And I'm excited because I'm going to Australia in September, and I'm going to do my damnedest <laughs> to, to meet Kangaroo Jack. Unfortunately, Jack he Irish. does not live where you are going. But. <laughs> nope, not really. <laughs> but it's fine. It could be a bigger continent. <laughs> He's about six hours from Sydney. See, well, so you sort be not, Y'all meet halfway. Bad. It's only three hours. Okay, so, so drive uh, the kangaroos Portland.
2: are fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hop into pouch <Power laughs> and get moving. Maybe he can do that crackdown. <laughs> Maybe he can do it, since he's a kangaroo and he's got powerful legs, he can do that crackdown three kick where you kick and or punch and you send somebody to Yeah, swing. it'll probably it'll not, work though. Um. So, all right. Uh, again, if you want to support our show, I just got an email. Um. For as little as a dollar per month. For as little as a dollar per month. Are you... <laughs> My
1: microphone's got like. Like, I don't want to say hairs, but it like looks kind of like hairs
0: all over it. It's very distracting. (laughs) I mean, you've been gone for a couple of weeks. I don't know who's Mm. been doing what to that microphone. It's really weird. Um, All right. So there's that. Yeah. Bite me podcast or patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Are we ready to talk about all this stuff? Let's do it. Yes. It's not fake, but it's news. There it is. Oh, I'm on fire today. You are good. This is great. Um, all right, so today, finally, we get to record on a day where something big happens, and we get to talk about it day of, even though you're only listening to it the day after. It's fine. Whatever. Um, so the Pokemon Direct happened, and the thing that everybody has been fiending for since po- or uh, since the Switch was announced, we have two mainline Pokemon RPG games coming Ooh. to the Switch. Did you say fiending for? Yes, yes. Okay. Have you never heard that phrase? No. Is that a phrase? It's a good one, yeah. All right, cool. It's for people who might have substance problems. They're fiending for their next hit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's that. You learn something. Kids,
2: don't do that. Before we Pokemon is like cocaine.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, and by the way, so I've been auditioning for, like, voiceover stuff, and I auditioned for a serial thing, and they're Pokemon, like, they're, they're partnering, whatever. It's Pokemon. Pokemon. It's not Pokemon. It's Pokemon. I'm like sure Poke. Is, like the like Pokemon. It's K, not K. Huh, interesting. There All right. I will probably still
1: continue to pronounce it incorrectly. And so will 95% of white people. So the most important thing is, is, which one are you buying? I don't know. I'm buying the bunny one because I like the bunny a lot.
2: Oh, well, uh, that's your starter Pokemon. Yeah, whatever the three starter Pokemon. You, I think you, you can get those, have either those one. in either one. Oh. The, the sword and so this shield. isn't like Evie and... Edies no and, and Pokedew. Yeah, those ones you had a Pikachu. starter based on the game you got, but the the Pokemon in the world will be slightly different. Oh, however, you'll be able to choose any of the three starting Pokemon. I want mm-hmm. the bunny. That's that's really. I, want the, Chuky. I, I want, want the Chuky. the soddle. I want the looking thing. The lizard one, water lizard. But I want the water one. Yeah,
1: Pokemon Sobble, Sobble, Pokemon, Pokemon,
2: Sobble. I'm going with Pokemon.
1: That's fine, Pokemon.
2: Yeah. Whatever. Which one are you getting? Chuki. Is it Chuki?
1: Uh, there is the Chim Pokemon Grookey. Grookey, that's what it was. He was so Score bunny
2: and sobble Yeah. Wow,
0: I, so we're all three. We've got all three different
2: starter I Pokemon. I generally pick the leaf types. Interesting.
0: I don't know what the bunny is, but he has cute ears. Right. I've I've never played a mainline uh, Pokemon game. I have game, not either. Ever. Yeah. This will be because, my first. Because yeah. the Eevee... Eevee and Pikachu, those are... Those, those are, are like, not
2: mainline, right? I guess, I I think they're thinking that that was kind of an experiment, I guess, because it had... So I don't know if this is going to continue with that Pokemon Go catching element, or if it's going to be more... I didn't kind of so catch I know that. that
0: the, so I know that they're back to randomized encounters. Yeah. So and it, yeah, it's in, gonna you be still like, have to find them in the grass right, and stuff it's like it's that. It's the
2: traditional...
0: Um, but yeah, I don't know... I know that I saw a couple of animations where the Pokeball did... Pokeball did yeah. the... <laughs> thing. Like, it doesn't Pokemon Go. Yeah. But, um...
2: Yeah, it's know. always... I mean, that kind of aesthetics always existed, so I just don't know how the actual mechanic works. Mm-hmm. I didn't, Hopefully either be- I didn't see it, or I didn't pay that too close of attention, because I was just like, oh, yay. yeah, new world. world be- I was just excited it's like new Pokemon world. Right. Because,
0: um, yeah, Pokemon region. Go, Let's Go Eevee, and Let's Go Pikachu, those were kind of like a reimagining of the first Pokemon Yellow?
2: Yeah, it was a reimagining of Pokemon Yellow, which was kind of like the sequel like the 1.5 of the original right. Red and Blue um and it was like reimagined with like the Pokemon Go Go element tied mm-hmm. into it and, which worked pretty well and was fun and i think was very exciting for drawing new people to like Pokemon RPG rather than just Pokemon Go cuz Pokemon Go is not really anything like, No
0: that's just a way to um, make some money which was right. great and i mean and they've dumped a lot of content into it and a lot yeah. Well, have like, a lot if people into it, it Right, right, they did. Re- so, I got to give it up to their marketing because they did Pokemon Go on the phone. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody went nuts for that game. And then you know, two years after that, they dropped Pokemon Go on the Switch, which is arguably the, like the biggest platform right now. Everybody's playing on that, and everybody wants everything on Switch. So they dragged all those kids into the Pokemon world on the Switch, and because they'd never done it before, and now they've got the big ones coming out to satisfy everybody else, plus show this whole new crowd yeah. what Pokemon's all about.
2: Yeah, it's obviously a, a strategy there. Oh, so. yeah.
0: Smart. They're going to make a lot of money. So
1: I guess the question is, Is <clears throat> I played the EV Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. I played Pikachu. And thought it was okay. Like, I wasn't super into it. Yeah. Um, I didn't, well, and I don't even want to say I played it a ton. I kind of watched my kid play it. Right. But was not super into it. If I
2: wasn't super into that, do you think I will be super into this? It depends at what you liked or, like, what you were interested in more or less, I guess. Like, if you... If what I'm thinking is true, which is this is more like the traditional Pokemon game, this is going to be more like a RPG than it is, like, collect Pokemon. Yeah. So it's going to be more about I'm catching my Pokemon and I'm grinding to level them up and do the JRPG thing to beat the encounters. Okay. Whereas the other one really was focused on, like, you just need to catch Pokemon to level up. I spent so a lot of my time
1: just not knowing what to do next. Yeah. It seemed really, I don't want to say confusing because that's yeah. not really the right word for it, but it, it it didn't give me that clear goal of this was yeah. the next step. So maybe maybe... Yeah, maybe I would like this more.
2: Yeah, it might. It might be. It, it's going to be very similar in a way, but I think, yeah, it, depending if that's what you were after, you might find yourself having a better time. Yeah, perfect. So this I looks think, like this is going to be a Christmas release.
0: Uh, I think late all the, I think all they said yeah. was late 2019. Yeah. They haven't given a specific. They released date.
2: in November last time, yeah. so it's probably. Yeah. they probably want to get it out holiday. before Christmas. Yeah,
0: holiday turkey day. Huh. Um so yeah so it was it was a thing and we finally get to talk about it. Um another thing that happened this week uh in the Pikachu universe, wh- or Pikachu, the Pokemon universe is Detective Pikachu trailer 2. I It looks I'm so, so hyped good.
1: for this movie. I know. Like, it's so wacky. I don't care like like I said I've never played a po- a Pokemon game. I don't know how to pronounce Pokemon apparently. I I barely, I don't watch the cartoon. I I know about them because, like, if you live in this world, like, if you play video games and are even slightly into nerd culture, like, you know what they are. You know what a Pikachu is. You know what a Pikachu (laughs) is. You know, you know. But I mean, I'm watching that
0: stupid thing. I'm like, oh my God, it's a Psyduck. I'm like, (laughs) right? This, uh, did you see the Lickitung? Uh, maybe. in the one trailer, where it was yeah. disturbing, oh. like, in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, and what is it, Mr. Mime? Yeah, the yeah. Mr. Mime part. He of is killing me. Yeah. I love him. That was pretty funny.
1: Every time I see a new trailer for I that movie, really like,
2: Mr. Mime too.
1: I'm just so hyped for it. It looks so funny and so engaging and yeah. just goofy. I cannot wait to see it.
2: This trailer definitely sold me a little better than the, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't super... Mostly, I still am not totally in on the Ryan Reynolds voice for Pikachu. I just, that's not, if I cast Pikachu in my head, it's definitely not that voice. And I get that he's like hard-boiled detective Pikachu, which it might grow on me, but it still just doesn't quite fall into place. Um, I don't, I, see, I really like the like difference
1: between Pikachu's like, Pika Pika, yeah. and like Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds kind of right. deep. This
0: is my inner
2: monologue. <laughs> oh, I <love> like, it. <laughs>
0: Love it. So. I don't know. I think if you're going to do a wacky movie, if you're going to do one of those movies where you're just like, this needs to be as inane as possible, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is like the first thing yeah. that comes to mind. Just because he pulls it off, like even watching interviews with him, he pulls off that weird yeah. just, yeah. he'll say it His with Twitter's the hilarious. Face. His, oh my god, yeah. yeah.
2: And I think this trailer made it really seem like a wacky movie, and I think that helps too, because it's like, this is not a this is a wacky movie. Yeah. It's just, it's wacky. It's I, I Would you say the, it's wacky? The Pokemon wacky. look pretty neat. I think, yeah. I think they did a good job with that. The CGI um, looks good. And trying to make yeah. them, I don't know, fit into a real world while still making them look like Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and they they put a bunch in there. They yeah. had a bunch of hidden... You think they're going to have all
0: 150, whatever the first?
2: Nah. Well, no, no, because a lot of those ones weren't the original 150. Oh, and so they, who
0: did they make the? They revealed Mewtwo. Yeah, Mewtwo in popped in at the
2: end, of course. Yeah. So
0: coming out May? Mm, it's coming out in let. I don't even. Th- I think it's March.
2: Could be March. No, no, I knew
0: it, is it was.
1: An, May. I knew it was an M month. But I thought. It, I thought it was May. There's some really good movies coming out next month, right? I should do a movie podcast. God. I'm behind, like, four oh. movies that I want to see for this
0: month. I saw Alita Battle Angel. I want to see that. And I saw How to Train Your Dragon the Hidden World, which
1: so good. Go see that. I movie. might try and see both of those this weekend.
0: And rand completely random since we're talking about movies and the How to Train Your Dragon. A friend of mine posted they just saw the new Hidden World and blah, 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 blah. And they made some comment about Astrid's animation. And I'm fr- this is a friend of mine's yeah. friend on Facebook makes this post. The director of the movie, Dean Dublo or Dubois sure. he commented. He said, oh, "I'll let the Astrid animation team know." Wow. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> anyway, I'm like this is close to stardom. Um, <laughs> a friend of a friend of a, a friend. friend of a friend of a friend commented on a Facebook post. It's <laughs> real. Um, okay, so yeah, Pokemon or Detective Pikachu trailer uh, two is up all over the webs. You should look for it. All right, DLC is coming for free for Dead Cells, that game that I bought in early access two years ago. Didn't realize it until well after it had been released into the real world, <laughs> um, and I love the game.
2: It's so it, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is exciting, though. Um, it, it sounds like it's supposed to add some depth to the game, which I'm interested by what that means. Like, the um, only thing
1: that I think is disappointing is apparently it's end game stuff, which implies... That yeah. you would have had to gotten to the end game for it to matter, which yeah. I, I don't want to say is disappointing to me. But like Dylan and I were talking about this the other day, like neither of us believe that I don't think I don't think it's not that I I don't think I'm good enough to play Dead Cells. It's that or, or to beat Dead Cells. It's that I don't have any urge to play Dead Cells until I hate it in order to beat it. Like I bought it, paid twenty bucks for it. Played it a bunch for like, I don't know, two or three weeks and really had fun. And then I stopped playing it and I've never thought like, you know what? I should go back and play more of Dead Cells.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think because you totally can beat the game, but it totally—if you're not that good at it—then you're gonna have to grind a little bit. So I think, like, if you're not that person, it, it, it is gonna—you're gonna put a lot of time well, into it before and the, you. The thing
1: about dead cells is it's not just grinding it; it's grinding it until you get the right
2: run. Because I think so much of that game. Is, yeah, you can start off really hot and have a good run based on a couple items you get early. Yeah,
1: and, and that's it. I think it's it's all kind of that like random number generation of you know what stuff you're getting, and if you if you get bad stuff, you're gonna have a bad run. Um, and I'm just not willing to put time after time after time after time after time to do that. there's too many other games for me to want to do that with Dead Cells. And so like I'd kind of hope that the DLC might have been I don't know what would make that DLC better, but it would be nice if I could play it without having to get through the other game first, I guess. Yeah.
0: But it's nice that it's free.
1: It is free. I was considering give them a...
0: that like I only paid like $14 for the game um and then it's only been a $20 game I think.
1: Twin yeah. Motion's actually a really interesting developer too. They actually run their studio as like a, effectively like a a cooperative. So, like, everybody at that studio makes the same amount of money. Everybody at that studio has a say in every single decision they make. Oh, it's a very interesting. Yeah. I think they're in France. It's probably a, a, a studio culture and business type that would have a hard time working in the United States. But like a it's hippie
0: commune for video kind games, kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what they said too. It's been kind of an experiment for them where they've they're like, we can't really expand past like fifteen or twenty people because it gets too hard. Yeah, you have right. too many
2: cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. You can't make decisions. I mean, it's, even with I'm sure with fifteen people, yeah. you would have a hard time making certain decisions. They
1: said that like twelve to fifteen was kind of like the yeah. the, the sweet spot for them. So it's cool, cool cool thing, though. Very
0: I, cool. Um, Kingdom Hearts, if you're uh, on that train, I'm not. I've never played it. I know you are. Um, I, I mean, I feel bad because I bought it. I paid 60 bucks for it. Well, I, I mean, I got it
1: from Amazon, so I paid like $52 for it. Um, have you finished it? No, I played
0: like an hour and a half of it and have not gone back to you it. You need to do it so, because yeah. you might need to know what happens so you can get in on the Kingdom Hearts board game. I don't. I don't think you do. I probably
2: not. Um, King,
0: Kingdom Hearts has a board game coming, uh, hopefully sometime this
2: year. It says twenty nineteen Talisman Kingdom Hearts um, edition. Which I'm honestly way more excited for this. I think than Kingdom Hearts. Um, Talisman is a game that's been around for quite some time, um, made by Games Workshop, which is the folks that make Warhammer. Oh, interesting. Um, and this game has been constantly been printed since it was originally released in. 80s, I think. That's what it says 35 um, years ago. Wow. It is It is kind of like playing Dungeons and Dragons, but as a board game, I think. Um, so you're kind of doing the, the fantasy role-playing style game, but you're not actually role-playing necessarily. It's more board That's cool. game focused. But I can just totally imagine playing that with Kingdom King Hearts like, it just I think it's a great fit for a game like that. and might be a really interesting skin you can put on a game. So now, I know you were watching your wife play. Is she still going? Yeah. I um, haven't played in the past couple days, but... Still enjoying still, it, Still though. playing it, yeah. yeah. I was um, actually at the Kingdom, so I didn't have time yeah, to play it. So, that, so Now that I'm does back. That's a creative challenge. Yeah. I think I'm trying to... Re- she got through Toy World, got through the Monsters, Inc. World... Um, Win a couple other places. I'm trying to, I can't remember exactly where we were. I need to pick that back
1: up. I've just been like, I got, it came back from Disney World sick. And so, like, literally after work, it's not been sit down and play video games. It's like sit down down and die. Yeah. (laughs) I I watched like (laughs) seven episodes of the Big Bang Theory last night, I think. So,
0: yeah. All right. So, a little game. Yeah. Um, A small game came out from a very, very small studio that I've never heard of. Uh, No, so Anthem is officially out there in the wild. It's not getting the greatest reviews. People are having fun with it, though. Yeah. Which is cool. Because um, hey, it's games are very very subjective. Yeah. So you have fun with what you
2: want to have fun with. People can really enjoy a game, and it's just get a mediocre yeah. review. Like yeah. that's fine. It happens all the time with movies. Like o- movies win Oscars with like mediocre reviews. Oh yeah, like, like that Green Book. The general, movie? the general public might not like a movie, but it's either cr- critically received very well or. When you put it in front of a panel, like people yeah. enjoy it. So.
0: so people are enjoying it, and I'm eventually going to pick it up just because I do want to play it and what I have played of it I do like. Um, but it's kind of cool because BioWare has put out a 90-day post-launch kind of roadmap so you know what's coming in the next three months, which is really cool for them to do, which <laughs> I
2: think a lot of other
0: places should be doing more. Yeah, I, I think, know that I it's think, happening they've
2: been I think I've seen a lot of companies those, are though. getting better like, at it yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I, it's, I think, think it's
1: important really for anthem just because people are really already complaining about the end game on it, so yeah. it's it's nice to see it's nice to see this stuff. Do you want me to just kind of read
0: through it? uh, yeah, go for it. I was gonna yeah, go ahead, Adam well, um, so if you're playing anthem, here are things you can look forward to coming uh let's see, oh, we've already done the first month, haven't we, yeah. Oh, look at that. Uh, so coming up in uh, March, as we head into March, the Anthem Live Services, there's going to be new, some new cosmetics, the Elysian uh, Stronghold Caches. Uh, there's going to be some new rewards with some new items, some new missions, uh, legendary missions included, a new free play event that they're going to talk about uh, that's not announced yet. But the other two free play events, uh, there'll be Giants and Outlaw Outrage. I love both of both those. Both things I say when I go to the bathroom. Hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: So why don't you take uh, April? What's the outlaw? and The outrage? (laughs) Exactly what you think? Good lord! Uh, So April,
2: they're
1: going to have (laughs) there'll be more progression with the mastery system, new rewards, uh, multiple free play events, um, including Super Surge, uh, new missions. uh, Again, more legendary missions of phase two of the stuff from uh, March. Uh, new Strongholds, and then a bunch of new social play additions. And then it just kind of continues into May, where they're saying there's going to be more free play events. A lot of to-be-announced stuff, but it's, it's good to know that they are planning forward. And I mean, yeah, this game did not get great out-of-the-gates reviews, but when was, get the last, reviews. when was the last time a game-as-a-service game got great out-of-the-gates reviews? Like, it just, you know, yeah. as, as crappy as it is, I think we have to kind of expect that these games are going to come out Games of this type are going to come out. They're going to be kind of broken. People are going to jet through the single player or campaign content. And they're like, well, what do I do now? Uh-huh. And they're going to go, well, you got to wait a month or two. You yeah. know, it's it, – Destiny did it. Destiny 2 did it. There's been a ton of other games that kind of were a little shaky. And then, I mean, uh, Sea of Thieves was the same way. If you if you are worried about that, don't buy it at launch. Right. Wait three months. Um, although I will say it does look like with Anthem, a lot of people are waiting three months because the game has sold quite poorly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I I I want to say I bought it, but I didn't. I have EA access, so I just got the ten hour demo. But I played through the single player stuff. We're going to probably give it another shot this weekend and, and try it out. Yeah, because yeah. I've got
0: EA access too, and I'm. I, that's what yeah. I'm going to do is play through the first ten hours because knowing me, it'll probably yeah. take me like two months to get through the first yeah. 10 hours so I'm good <laughs> I'll be able to enjoy my time
2: Yeah, that's my um, plan I'm just going to get EA Access for at least a month and then play it and try it out and see if it's actually something I would
0: play it would be really nice if they did the uh, EA whatever premiere that they have on PC. On It'd be Xbox, really nice yeah. if they did that on Xbox because I would I would drop that $120 bucks for the year yep. to have access to all those games and the new games that they pump in there. Because yeah. I mean that's effectively you're buying two AAA games yeah. a year for all this stuff. And when you wrap your brain around that, like I can I can justify it's Game
1: Pass essentially. Yeah.
0: I can justify spending, you know, say four hundred, five hundred dollars a year on new games. So if I spend two fifty to three hundred of that on these services that just chock full of yeah. all this great stuff makes total sense yep. i'd absolutely do that i agree um but and it is also cool because bioware has i think they said before the game even came out they're committed to like a 10 year they're going to support this game for 10 years
1: yeah i've heard that before i we'll think see. they're going to do it yeah
0: i think they will but, i mean even if they only support it for three or four years yeah. like, how much do you want
2: right like, yeah there there I, mean, mean a lot. I mean how many <laughs> games have ever been played that long well, well world of warcraft yeah there's one. Yeah, there's a handful of. Right, they're they're but they're
1: all MMOs. Right, they're all yeah. MMOs. I don't know. I I guess the thing about Anthem past anything you can say about it is I have never played a game where flying and movement feels as good as in that game. It's absolutely incredible. And like if that's all it brings like
0: cool. Yeah. New Iron Man game. Yeah. All right. So, up next over in Nintendo Land, Reggie Phillips I mean. Good that enough. guy, Good Reggie enough. from Nintendo, he is retiring. It, he looks like he's like maybe 46. That's what I was like. Why is this guy retiring? <laughs> I'm like, you're at the top of your game. <laughs> um, the Doom Ching. But it's kind of cool. He's being replaced by Bowser. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, the story writes itself. Yes. Why would you not retire? Doug Bowser. That sounds like the fakest name I've ever heard. You can't even make that stuff no. up. It's, just, uh, yeah. it's too good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's been at Nintendo for 15 years, and like 13 of that was president and COL.
2: He's yeah. also 57.
0: Oh, he's 57? Yeah. He's 57? He, he Man, cool. I'm, Gaming's I'm, I'm good for you.
1: I'm hoping to retire at 57. That'd be great. I want to yeah. retire tomorrow. <laughs> but, um,
0: so, yeah, it's not a whole lot to talk about other than, hey, good job. I mean, other than that Wii U thing you did. Huh. Not bad. I uh, what
1: I think is interesting though is just how much movement we've seen in like the CEO president space in the last what two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Nintendo flipped around, Sony of America flipped around. Like it's a lot of a lot of movement, especially for companies that you look at and go like they're at the top of their game right now. Right, like, it's kind of interesting. i you know maybe I don't know. I, I assume that being. President of Nintendo yeah. probably is pretty stressful, and I guess it's takes better a lot to ta- of
2: time. It's better to turn over a sailing ship than one that's sinking. That's true. So, oh, um,
0: it's you and your words of wisdom. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So, I, I, I would
2: be interested
1: to know why. I put mean, that on a mug. I'd be interested to know if there yeah. is a reason, or if it was just like he wants to spend more time with his wife and kids. Whatever you know. Okay. Um, I
0: mean, you're 57. Your kids are pretty he, much. Yeah, yeah, right. But, I mean, and, you do
2: that kind of work. I mean, you've you've he's served his time. Like, if he can retire, like, as <laughs> like, um, yeah. If you can yeah, retire, enjoy like,
1: yourself. You'd, uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. Is man, if I if I had two million dollars, I'd retire. So,
0: <laughs> if I had a boat and a hundred grand, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> um, I'll figure it out. So, yeah. Well, congratulations, Reggie. Thanks for all the games, Bowser. Don't f it up. <laughs> There you go. Uh, all right. Who put this one in the notes? Who's excited about this? Man, this is a throwback oh. to like episode six. I know. We talked about it before, yep. but it's actually happening.
1: I put it in the notes because Dylan sent it to me. Okay. Yeah. So let's
2: let uh, Dylan, this is Dylan's, this is Dylan's thing. Dylan, we has got here. some HD footage of Chex Quest, the HD <laughs> remake, the former Chex serial pack-in exclusive <laughs> for what was it? PC. You, oh. Yeah. I never played it. It's just Doom in the Czech serial world. It's, oh. it's amazing. You know, the Czech serial world. I've been there. Yeah. And it's awesome. Um, <laughs> this, it's, 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 just, it's awesome. I don't know how much time we want to spend on uh, how awesome this game is. The,
1: Bill, the thing that we need to note is the guy who made the original version of this game is also the guy making the HD redo of it.
0: So and what? So what you need to understand too is if you've not heard of this, when we say checks quest, it's not like bad checks were written. It's not little check marks. It's you know the checks party mix yeah. that you get at, at parties that you're like, hey, you know, or or more appropriately, check cereal, the kind yeah. of checks cereal.
2: quest. But you sit there and Rice you just check sec- yeah. yeah, checks, corn checks. Yeah. This game was actually a pack in in cereal boxes. It, it was, was a, it in check A, a yeah. CD ROM you could put into your personal computer. And then play video game. You played it as a kid. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's so weird. So wackadoo. They're making an HD redo of it, and it looks pretty awful. But (laughs) I mean, what is that like a green?
0: It's like a green elephant blob.
2: Yeah, like I don't know. They're like these little slime creatures. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. But you're just like a guy in a your big checks piece, and you just you just rage on them. That's crazy. I'm very excited. Yeah,
0: I'll play it if it's. Is it going to be free?
2: I don't know. No, I, I, I've got to assume. I just. It's I can't even imagine there was any sort of demand for this. So I'm <laughs> glad that these people are doing a service to this world to the, <laughs> to uh, remaster this through ChexQuest Quest HD World Pieces. And thank oh, you, for Austin, us. for sending this to me because yeah, that's how I found it. So <laughs> very cool. Love it.
0: Um, all right, so Microsoft, there's been a lot of talk lately with Microsoft and Game Pass and, uh, moving stuff to different platforms and da-da-da-da-da, like my favorite thing I heard in the last week or so was the possibility of Ori being on the Switch and Game Pass coming to Switch in a streaming way, which would be super, super badass, and I would absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, but it also looks like Microsoft is going to start putting, uh, Xbox One game support Microsoft baked it, into Windows 10.
1: is maybe making the smartest move that I could even possibly imagine them making. <laughs> um, and it's if you can't win well, more properly, if you can't win against Sony, beat Sony by putting your games literally everywhere. If you can't sell more Xboxes than Sony, beat them at yeah, let them play them on the switch though. let them play them everywhere yeah. Yeah. so like you so said cool. there's there's two rumors out right now one is that game pass is coming to the switch and the way that would work is that games can run na- games that can run natively on the switch like ori mm-hmm. would just run on the switch um you know and it, that cluster ma- truck could want run on the switch of course they could and and that makes it sound way easier than like of course they could just run i'm sure there's oh, yeah. more to it than that but that's what it is, and then the games that can't run natively on the Switch will stream to it via Xbox's streaming service that they've talked about, but not yeah. What's it unit. called? I XCloud. XCloud, I think. Yeah. yeah, of course it's XCloud. And of I mean, course. like there is there is some precedence for this, not in the United States, but in Japan. Uh, one of the Resident Evil games, I forget
0: which. It was Resident Evil Seven. It yeah, was the
1: newest one. Was str- was playable on the Switch via
0: streaming. And so also like, this the is new Assassin's a, Creed. Yeah. Oh, is it Assassin's yeah, Creed? Yeah. They too? did Assassin's Creed as well. So yeah. there were two games in Japan that you could stream to the Switch. And from what people said, it worked as well as like the Google uh, Cloud. Yeah, stream. which is great. Google Stream.
1: Uh, yes, Google Stream. The very imaginatively named Google Stream. I just picture like... These names are so modern. Like,
0: you know the those decals on the back of trucks with Calvin and Hobbes like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> Calvin peeing on a Chevy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... Whenever you that's say Google, Google Stream, Stream, I see Google, like, doing that to the Yahoo symbol or Ask Jeeves <laughs> or, or something dumb. Ask Jeeves? <laughs> <S-G's? laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a throwback. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah... But, Love Jeeves. I mean... <laughs> Obviously, this is just rumored so far. Although, from I think Game Informer last week, like dug kind of deep into it, they're like, it's just a rumor, but it looks really, really, really solid. My guess is we're not going to hear any like confirmation of that until probably E3, but E3 is. Two months? Three months away. Three months away. Well, yeah. and it
0: came from, there was a guy who's got a YouTube channel, and I cannot remember his name, um, but he's got a really, really good track record of picking up these industry rumors and doing just a little bit of digging and finding out and hearing all this talk. And he, like I said, a pretty good track record of stuff that he hears, he talks about, gets it out there, and then other outlets pick it up, obviously. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's been wrong or far off the mark. Like, some version of what he heard actually, you know, down the Ends line. Ends up being true. Yeah, it pops out. Yeah. So, um, So, yeah. I guess the question is, Is would you be willing to pay...
1: An, presumably, this is not going to be included with Game Pass. It's going to be an extra subscription. Would you pay another 10 bucks a month to have Game Pass games on your Switch? On my Switch. um,
0: You know? Because then it's like... If I do the EA Premier Origins, so there's that's 120 bucks, and then Switch is another 120 bucks, Xbox is another 120 bucks. So it's like, so we're up to 360 on three subscriptions. Again, it's not the worst thing because that's what, four AAA games? I guess, do you need to? Or six? I mean,
1: I'd Mm. I'd probably want to do it just because I'd want the native games on my Xbox, but. But, I mean, I think the other thing you've got to think about, especially what we were talking about, what, two weeks ago with uh, Xbox Live stuff coming to the Switch too. odds are very, very, very good that if this happens, you'll get cross-play and cross-progression on them too. So you start playing Ori on your Xbox, you take your Switch upstairs, you log into your account, and all of a sudden your save game transfers over to your Switch.
0: Well, see, the thing is, though, like, I can't... (sighs) what i would hope and this is why i th- this is what i hope i hope that if you have an xbox game pass su- game pass subscription now if you want to put that on your switch you're not going to get charged another subscription because i don't think there's enough crossover between xbox owners and switch owners so i think that they're still going to make the money they need to make to make that a viable option on the Switch, they're still going to get enough of that money from people who just don't have an so Xbox. So you
1: might. So, so you're saying that you think that it. You know, let's say Game Pass right now has 20 million subscribers, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it does. That the let's Switch say, could add another six million to that because those people don't own both. Yeah, possibility.
0: That's that would be my hope yeah
1: or maybe maybe it's maybe it's 10 bucks a month for either of them and 5 to have it on you know 15 yeah. to have it on both
0: so it's like the the Nintendo family plan it's yeah. like you know for your online a year it's what 20 bucks and if you had a family plan then it's 36 bucks yeah. and that's five people yeah. so maybe if they do a tiered kind yeah. of thing like that that i think would be smart because i honestly think like cuz the whole subscription fatigue is and i love my subscriptions but it's it will start to set yeah. in if I have to have a subscription for the yeah. same thing on two different platforms. Yeah,
1: it's a real so. interesting idea, though. Like, it's a real—I mean—and it's from a from Xbox's It works for both of them, though, because it gets Xbox games into more places that they weren't before. And like, my—I think my brother said this to me. It gets Xbox games into Japan, where they've had a very hard time breaking in. Uh, like, they nobody buys Xboxes in Japan, nobody. But it gets their games into the country, which is mm-hmm. really smart. Um, and they got some good games, but it's great for for the Switch too. Like they all of a sudden their their library just goes bloop.
0: Oh, I just realized we're talking about this, the last. Oh, that's funny. Yeah,
1: that's fine. That's cool. Um, so the other rumor was, and this is again people digging through code in the latest Windows update Insider program. Um, it looks like they're looking for a way to run Xbox games inside of Windows 10 PCs, um, which again is another. It's really, 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 really smart because they already, they already, Microsoft first-party games already do this. Mm-hmm. If you have Game Pass, you get the PC version and you get the Xbox version. They let's both play anywhere. They both are play anywhere. They'll play together. They'll c- cross progression between them two. It's really, really, really smart. Mm-hmm. And so, if they can open up the rest of that Xbox library onto the PC, again, you go from like, hey, so let's say Xbox has. 40 million installs if all of a sudden game pass games run on the pc effectively there's 200 million xboxes out there millions and millions i mean i think Microsoft's strategy right now i mean it's brilliant is if we can't sell more xboxes i mean their strategy for the last two years has been great though like they have made some of the smartest moves in gaming um if if we can't sell a bajillion Xboxes, we don't care because where we make money is software. Like, people forget that. They don't make money on hardware. They make money on the software that people put in it. It's great, mm-hmm. you know. It's really smart. So I hope, I hope both of those come true, and it will make me very happy for both of them. I, I will probably will. buy a subscription for all three.
0: Done. All right. That's all your news that is news. So we're not going to uh, have any more news. For you now. There'll be so. more news next week. I'm sure there will be. Things will happen. All right. We have a few answers for these people because it's time for questions, and we always start them off with...
2: Are you Vinny? That guy.
0: <laughs> that guy. That guy. Man. How you doing?
1: <laughs> so, um, how you
2: doing? <laughs> so
1: whenever I've thought of, of Vinny before, I think we've always thought of kind of like Joe Pesci and you know my cousin Vinny. Um, but then I started watching BoJack Horseman yesterday. and Which I've never seen oh, you should watch BoJack. It, like, my so brother's been trying to get me to watch it for like, I don't know, six months. And I finally gave in and watched a bunch of episodes of it yesterday. And uh, so it doesn't really matter. There's a character who, his her family is from Massachusetts. Um, and they all talk now, I think, how Vinny talks. Yeah. Um, because he's <laughs> not actually from New Jersey or New York or whatever accent we give him. He's actually from Boston. And I think that's how Vinny
0: talks, yeah. is how
1: Diane's brothers on BoJack talk.
0: Anyway. Well... Uh, Vinny has a question for us. Surprise, surprise. Uh, what are your, oh, this is great because we've kind of already talked about this. So it's, yeah. What are your opinions on video game reviews? Uh, do they help you decide whether you should buy a game or not? Should there be a more defined way of reviewing? Um, So we already kind of touched on this when during the whole crackdown discussion.
2: Yeah, and we've we've had this discussion probably it was pretty early on I think. Um, well, it's nice this to revisit very it. Podcast, well, so it's because right nice now, to re- like
0: games are coming out that are getting these middling scores that yeah. people are like up in arms about. But it's yeah. it's like you got to keep in mind, and it's like the dude when I listen to IGN, it's so funny. Um, They were talking about it's like you know when you when you read a review, you need to approach the review as like you're talking to a friend who you're listening to a friend who's got the same taste in music so you know when so and so says blah 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 you should check this out oh I know we like the same type of music right I'm probably gonna like this so kind of align yourself
2: with those find reviewers that get you uh, yeah are they see games the same way you do
1: well and I I think that I think that there's. I think that's actually a really good analogy. Is re- always remember that a video game review is one person's opinion about a single game.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you might hate that person. Why would you listen to
1: them? But on top of that, I think that people need to realize that first of all, you can't just look at a score. You need to like. The reason that journalists write reviews is because they're really good at analyzing things and then writing about them. And if you're just looking at the score and you're not reading the review, you're missing a lot of really good information. You're missing why they gave them that score. So don't just go to Metacritic and go like, I don't know, 65, and think that you know everything there is to know about that game. Go read the reviews. Yeah, because what does a 65 mean? Yeah, um, but I think also people need to realize... For that- me, I meant I had to repeat fourth grade. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but I think that's actually, that's actually my second point, is people equate review scores to grades, mm-hmm. which is the wrong way to think about it. Because, yes, if you get a 65 in school, that means you got a C or maybe a D. Yeah, it's like a D-ish. And you're, you're going to have to take that test again. But if, if you watch a movie, if you see a movie review and a movie gets two out of four, that's a 50. So... Right. Video games are not A, Bs, and Cs. They're zero to 100 scores. Yeah. But I think the other problem, too, is that bad video games don't get reviewed anymore. 15 years ago, right. if you picked up IGN or PC Gamer... They reviewed everything. They reviewed yeah. everything. Because there was only,
0: like, 15 so, things.
1: Yeah, because every episode reviewed every game that came out that month. And nowadays... I mean, what twenty games a day get released on if, Steam? Not more. Yeah. yeah, like
0: that's insane. So yeah, there's just not time for there's it. There's just not yeah. time
1: for it, and so the bad games never get reviewed. So if something gets if if something gets reviewed, it's probably it's worth playing. Right? Yeah, it's, it's already, already worth checking
0: out. And then, but then it's the shockers that happen when it's like, oh, here's this game, this giant AAA game that I've been hearing about, and oh, it just got a four. But I think. <laughs> So it's you're going to have to expect that not every game that comes out of a major studio that's got this hey. giant fanfare is not going to always no. hit it out of the park. But also, there are going to be people who don't find the same things you find entertaining in a game. Yeah, and
1: and I think that you also have to consider that. Songs, by the way, they're
0: very cute. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I think <laughs> that you also have to consider that uh, sometimes bad games can be a lot of fun. Just like bad, like. I think the problem with games is people take them way too seriously a lot oh, yeah. of time. You'll see. No. I mean, if you look at the Transformer movies, none of those movies except Bumblebee, Bumblebee's very good.
0: Uh, the first movie in that entire franchise was, fine. was not fine. It was amazing. No, it okay. wasn't.
2: Whatever. Oh. <sighs> It was fine. It was not a. That's the thing. You think it's amazing because you enjoyed yourself at the movie. That is not an amazing movie. Yeah. Like objectively speaking, it is not an amazing movie. But you love it. Exactly. And that's exactly. I like
1: Shia LaBeouf a lot. Does that count?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you like Shia LaBeouf. Therefore, you enjoyed yourself at this movie, right? It's still not a good movie. But you can still you can still get a lot of value and And enjoyment out of it it.
0: It can be good. For you,
1: Yeah. And I think that that's what people don't think about with movies is movies ha- or with video games. Movies have that idea of being a big summer popcorn blockbuster, yeah. which really what that means is that movie is going to be a lot of fun and, and a get, lot of explosions and, and a lot mediocre of action. reviews yeah. and, and it's going to get a two out of four and it's going to make one point two billion yeah. dollars. Yep. Because those are fun to play.
0: They're playing. They're playing to that that lizard brain. Yeah of what brings you this enjoyment. And sometimes a video game can just be that.
1: Like, a a video game can have a meh story, or it can have, you know, meh levels, And it can have a lot of, but if it's got like a great soundtrack and a fun gameplay loop and you get to blow up, I don't know, space aliens with laser beams, like sometimes that's enough. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the other thing that that Vinny might be touching on, um, I think it was Josh actually yesterday in our Discord was talking about, like, do we need to start reviewing some video games differently? Um, Like, specifically games as a service games, because they often don't review very well out of the gate.
0: Well, and I think, not necessarily reviewing them differently, but understand that right. that's kind of going to be one of those reviews in progress, which we're yeah, already right. seeing, because, like, you, how, what game was it that came out?
2: A lot of those those big online experience games generally have, like, a multi-week review process before yeah. they even give it a score. Yeah,
0: and, they'll and it'll even say score in progress, or, right. or like, I want to say when Apex came out, yeah. you know, it was a review in progress, and they were really liking it, da-da-da-da-da, but when they're finally, they've gone through all the content that's available at least at the time. Yeah, um, it's final review, and it got a nine on IGN. Yeah. so that's fine. And,
1: and I think that, that really, I wonder though, when you're talking about a game that is going to be different a month from now than it is yeah. today, and two months from now, and three months from now, you have to be if they little... need to figure out a way yeah. to to figure out a way to make those different. And I mean, the problem too with sites like Metacritic is Metacritic will only take your first review score so if you do a review so let's say ign publishes a review of um of uh anthem anthem thank you oh wow that was actually the game i wanted okay if they if they do a review of anthem today and give it a five adam just waved at me with his toes i don't like that very carry on um and they give it a five today if they re-review it in two months and give it a seven or an eight.
0: That five is stuck
1: there. That five is stuck there forever. Does which that is, seven
0: ever come back and does that seven come back into play? No. Oh, because it came from the same outlet.
1: Because it came from okay. the same outlet. So
0: because, 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 because the doesn't does. want okay. to
1: deal with the possibility of a journalist changing a score based on whatever, they take the first one and that's it, which is kind of a problem. <clears throat> I agree. I'm dying. Yeah. Please
2: don't die. Yeah,
1: But I mean, so do they need to figure out a way to do it? Yeah, probably, yeah. but man, I sure don't I mean, know that, what
2: that is. That's too easy of a solution, though, for Metacritic to be able, like, okay, we can uh, accept like, year later reviews. Like, yeah. that's that's not a huge issue, like, yeah. if it's that big of a deal. But, yeah. but I like, think ultimately, like, people need to be less precious about reviews. Yeah. Um, because, They're again, be it is a, a, single, score. a single person's opinion about something.
1: Yeah. And I, I think reviews are really, really important, and I think that people that look at video games critically are very, very important.
2: Right.
0: But, like, don't... So, what do you think, then, if they did, like... So, one thing that I remembered really, really enjoying on Netflix was their their star rating system, Mm -hmm. where after a movie, you would rate it. You'd give a star. They got rid of that, I want to say, two years ago, roughly, and they went to a thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. And I thought I was going to hate it. Hate it. But... Everything that's been recommended to me since then, I've really, yeah. really enjoyed. I think the
1: problem is, is you can't trust gamers with reviewing games. Yeah. Like I want to say that that's a good solution, but gamers suck.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what if you just got away, got away from actually giving a number or a star or yeah. a thumb or a da da da, and you forced people to read at least a paragraph of something?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't know
1: what the solution is. I think Vinny is probably right. Yes, video games are changing in ways that are going to necessitate video game reviews changing. But I think they also are really good. I read a lot of um, Dan Stapleton is the reviews editor for PC Gamer. And it is he talks about it like on Twitter a lot that they are thinking about how to approach video game reviews in a changing world. And so I, I yes, I think it does need to change. And I think that they're aware that it needs to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, well, just keep an eye on it and, and don't – like you said, Dylan,
2: don't take reviews
1: so yeah. seriously. Um,
2: and, but you also have to remember that while these are ongoing experiences, you might want them to be reviewed later, but that doesn't help. No. Because people want timely reviews. That's why people go see movies early and give you the reviews before it's even out – people want to know. They want to be informed before. So, just because you think it's unfair to review a game early, it's like, that doesn't actually serve the public, though. That actually doesn't serve the player base, because... People want to know I don't want to something. play this game in six months. I want to know something about it now. Yeah. Yeah. How is this game now? You have to review it in, its, in its, whatever it is, and you you give it a score based on thing, and we need to educate our readers better how to understand reviews. Yeah. Well, um, and I think, I think Adam touched on this a little bit
1: too. Probably the best thing you can do if you're concerned about reviews is to find yourself a community like ours, like somebody else's where you can hop in. I mean, like if you come to our Discord today and say, hey, what do you guys think about X? If it's a game that we've played, we will tell you ad nauseum what we think about X. And you'll probably get a couple of different people's opinions. Some people like it. Some people won't. If you listen to our podcast, like, obviously, like, I think something about Crackdown 3. Dylan and Adam think something different about Crackdown 3. But we all told you why,
0: too. Yeah. So if you go, and, like, hey, And when the microphones go off, we don't go beat each other up for having different opinions. No. Yeah. And, and I
1: mean, <laughs> we'll do if, that on if you, like
0: other games that I have
1: played, you'll probably like Crackdown. If you like other games that Dylan has played, you'll probably like, you know, I mean find that person mm-hmm. who plays games like you do and enjoys games like you do, and assume that, like, hey, you know, take it with a grain of yeah. salt, but but find those communities where where you can get
2: that information and then read some reviews and make right. a decision. Yeah, you can if you can reliably count on someone that generally has an opinion of like yours or read a lot of reviews and Mm -hmm. see what are they all saying about it.
0: And then if that one thing is something that you're like, well that's not that important to me. I can deal with that. Exactly.
2: Then you're Because like I mean this is obviously a conversation spawning from Anthem, which is not getting great reviews, but people are having fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well yeah I think there was two games, but I think people expected a lot more from Anthem than Mm. they did Crackdown. True, true. Um, Everybody was like People are having fun, but they're still, it's still lacking something, and that's where the points are being lost from, is because while the game is fun, it lacks something. So what does that game lack? If that doesn't matter to you, then you'll obviously enjoy the yeah. game.
0: But if those things that people are saying, hey, this, this is what's lacking, and this is why I gave it this score, thankfully they put out right. this roadmap of what they're going to be adding. So if those things right. that are lacking are being talked about in this upcoming yeah. stuff, you can make an even more... Educated right. decision on whether or not it's going to be something you want to play. Yeah.
2: It's all just information to inform yeah. you to make the decision in the end.
0: And I would say one other thing, two other things maybe. Gamefly
1: and Redbox exist. And also, you don't need to buy a game the day it comes out. No, don't
0: be Adam West. Do not yeah. be Adam West. Wait three months. You'll pay fifty percent of what Adam paid day one. And oh, how pissed am I about Red Dead Two right now for forty bucks? And I paid a <laughs> hundred. It's actually thirty-five now. Shut up, Dylan.
2: Um, See, these are the reasons we fight. But then you don't have to defend your purchase either. Yeah. I I, I'm sure there's people out there that are like. You know, I really am I'm not enjoying this game, but I'm going to convince everyone that it's good because I'd spent $100 on it. <laughs> like, I'm sure that happens. Like, oh, I'm sure it does. You, you, you know who's you, not that guy, though? You Me. have some amount of pride in, you You were so in on this without just being patient and actually seeing that, you're like, this game's good. Yeah. It's good. Well, the it's thing, like, hey, no, it's, but that's
0: the thing, I paid $100 for Red Dead. Everybody loves it. Tens, yeah, Amazing. Exactly. And I'm like, a week into it, I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, nope.
2: Adam doesn't um, like story. <laughs>
0: I love story. I like stories being told. He not- hates
2: horses. I That's love the problem it. he hates horses. <sighs> Such a See, he's game. just making it up right. at Such this point. He's trolling us. I'm not trolling. I literally you. like everything about this game, but I don't like it.
0: I like story. I like things like that. I don't like the pace of the game. I don't like. I get so much better after Act Three. Go I'm ahead. sure it does, but that's like what the end of the game? No, I know. All
1: right, thank you, Vinny, for that very uh, lively discussion you spawned with your question. I think you can probably leave the numbers off this next one.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, up next is Angel Girl seven two one nine eight five. Sounds like uh, what was that uh, species? F- 6769 or whatever eight, right. in uh, Star Trek Voyager. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Angel Girl 72195. <laughs> she wants to know which fandoms are you a part of that makes everyone else in the room roll their eyes when you talk about it/slash them? Besides video games, I would assume. Yeah. Um, you know, I've not been around a lot of people who roll their eyes at me anymore. Maybe so, that's just a sign you've got good nice. friends. I'd, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've never been in that crowd. Really,
0: I've had I had that crowd around for a minute. I guess not there now. For me, maybe
2: the closest thing is wrestling. Because (laughs) I guarantee you, it's wrestling. Well, especially. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it to something more practical. Like I think here you're being funny. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, totally. But in reality, like for college at college, for example, you'll you'll have you'll meet some new friends who are more of I'm gonna say jock for the sake of discussion, and they think it's not a real sport yes we know it's not a real sport it's a TV show right so they just they look at it that way and for that reason they roll their eyes so they just have no understanding of it and right. they can't just watch something and enjoy it yeah. it's like it right, has right. to be a real sport and so that's I think that's where that comes from and
0: I just rolled my eyes at people who roll their eyes for stuff like right. that it's like come on guys it's, it's become such a
1: great running joke that uh, Dylan and one of our coworkers, Kel will be talking about wrestling and they're like hey we're just talking about wrestling and I just like turn around and walk out of the room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Probably for me, the biggest one is Disney, because um, I'm a, a big so old weird. Disney nerd. It's
0: so weird that people roll their eyes at people. Yeah, like, people still Man. do I think it. The thing
1: is, is, like I don't just like Disney. I, I know this. I, <laughs> I spend... Two weeks
2: a year—it's near unhealthy. It's yeah. at the it's at the highest peak of healthy, right on the on the edge of unhealthy. I spend an absurd amount of money
1: <laughs> going to Disney parks every year. I buy all the movies. I can't wait for Disney Plus to be a thing. I, you know, I mean, it's it it borders on obsession often, um, and it's really strange for me because it was something that I came to way late in life. Like I didn't grow up as like a Disney person. Um, I've been to, I went to Disneyland exactly twice. Like. 2 days before I turned 19 and then have been like I don't know 150 since then. Well, see now Adams looking at me like I'm crazy. I No, go, I
0: that's I don't think you're crazy.
1: I go 7 days. I go I go like between 12 and 15 days a year. So are you calling for each day years.
0: uh
2: for well, 10 yeah, he's been to the park this many That many times. days. Oh, 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 oh many yeah. Days. Not 150 not, times. I was like, like
0: you've gone
1: there 150 no, 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 times no, 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 like no. I'm saying actual individual days. In okay. Park. Yeah. Yeah. No. Much,
0: much easier
1: to, yeah. so I mean, out. I've gone okay. 15 days a year for probably the last 10 or 12 years. And mm-hmm. I went probably five to seven every year for the 10 years before that. So, okay. you know, but I mean, you know, people, I, I tell people that they're like, Hey, where are you going on vacation? I'm like Disneyland again? They're like, uh huh, weirdo.
0: Uh-huh. So, you know. Um I don't think I have any weird fandom things that make people roll their eyes. I think for a second there when we started the podcast, like that's all I talked about. So I think um that kind of became a joke, yeah. but um meh-heh. Yeah. I've got a podcast. What do you have?
1: I mean, I think the reality is a lot of when we were growing up, probably not as much when Dylan was growing, up, but when Adam and I were growing yeah. up, like if you played video games, oh yeah, it kind of wasn't a great thing. Maybe. And I'm going to say, until I was in like, I mean, even when I was in high school, like I worked at a video game store, and it was kind of like
0: nerd. Well, until yeah. World of Warcraft really like proliferated all these yeah. like things and spaces and different people and in, in communities, I don't think it was... It, I think it was relegated to that weird, well, to oh, me, you're a nerd kind like, of realm The turning thing.
1: point was the release of probably the PlayStation 2 mm-hmm. and the Xbox and games like Call of Duty and Madden where all of a sudden you had a bunch of, like, dude bros in frats playing video games, and that's when it shifted. And I would say that that shift happened in, like... I don't know, 2000, 2001, Mm. and all of a sudden it was fine to play, you know, to be a gamer. And, but I mean, man, the 20 years of my life before that. Yeah. Wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: it, I think for me, growing up was interesting because I, I really lived through that yeah. as someone. You watched that happen. I'm in the atmosphere where people are ruthless and mean about that yeah. stuff. Like, because middle schoolers are the worst, I yep. think. Everyone terrible. knows middle school is the worst. Uh-huh. Like, that is where people just have no filter and will just tell you exactly what they think about you. Um, but, like, I grew up, I liked a lot of things, but I also played sports. Yeah. Like, I was an athlete until high school. And I also played miniature war games, so like, <laughs> like that's literally the two different ends, right? Yeah. And I, I was pretty good at both of them. Um, but I, it, you definitely have two separate groups of friends. Like, yep. I have my friends that I play violin with. I have my. You play violin? I did. Um, then I have my miniature wargaming friends, and then I have like my basketball, baseball, football friends. Who I didn't have a lot of them. I was I was kind of alone. Like there was a couple of people that did have overlapping interests, but yeah. for the most part, I did it because I liked it. Um, and then I mean, other stuff as well. Um, so like it was kind of weird. But I think as you you got a little older, and now especially now, like you you find out all these people that love Dungeons and Dragons: Stephen Colbert, Joe Manganiello. I don't know if I said his name right. Oh, you did. Now, Good but, job. um uh Vin Diesel. Like. Terry yeah. Crews like has a thing where he plays D and D on the internet. It's like all these people like just open this door, and now like that's cool, yeah. and like they mm-hmm. they've done something really neat. And it was I was watching an interview with, or I, it was an interview or something related to Joe Manginello, but like he was talking about being a jock. With jock friends and being a Dungeons and Dragons player with Dungeons and Dragons friends. And it was like you had two separate groups yeah. of friends. So it was like this weird role reversal thing that he did, though, by breaking down a barrier for jocks to like Dungeons and to feel comfortable, which is kind of the opposite way. So, like, if you've never thought about that before, like, that does exist out there. There are people on the other side <laughs> that want to be your friend. So just be be aware and open of that, because I, it, it, it's a very strange thing, I think, because it's completely opposite to what we think. But speaking on that, like I just showed my buddy, we we were snowed in all those days, and one morning, because he was staying at my house, because he couldn't get home either, and I was closer to his work, so he at least had a chance to go to work, and we put on um, one specific episode of, I can't remember what the show's called, but um, it's slipping my mind, but... Um, it? With It's a and d like live play, but it had oh. Joe Manganiello um, and Paul White, also known as the Big Show from WWE, who grew up playing Dungeons & Dragons, this 7-foot, 400-pound, just Come giant on. man who was a professional wrestler for 20 years. And then you had um, these a couple other guys, and they, that's what they were doing. They were doing this jock-based Dungeons & Dragons session, but he watched that with me. And he was invested in it as someone who's <laughs> never played anything like this before. And he got interested. And since then, he has joined in and we have played RPGs. Love it. And nice. he is now a part of our gaming group that way. Nice. So it's good.
0: I think the one thing that does make people roll their eyes about when I'm like, you know what we need to do? And they're like, what? I say karaoke.
2: <laughs> we need and to do karaoke real bad. Oh, I know. I'll go. I'm not It'll saying happen. I'm not doing That's it.
0: That's fine. We'll do Uncle Moe's Snappy and Yeah, It'll we'll be do good. that.
2: Slappy Moe's.
0: Uncle Moe's Slappy
2: Moe's. I see get rid of, of my kid one night. That'd be fun. I mean, there's ways to do that. That's the, with the first time you told me about it, you called it Slappy Moe's.
0: <laughs> I called it Uncle Moe's Slappy Inn. It's in. Uncle
2: Moe's Snappy. I like Slappy yeah. Moe. I do too. Me too. Slappy um, Moe's Uncle right. In.
0: So up next, thank you, uh, Angel Girls, seven two one nine eight five. Turn down for what wants to know what games would? Oh, sorry. Turn down for what wants <laughs> to know what games would you like to see get done as a classic JRPG. None of them.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For real, there was hey. a there was a time when I loved like classic JRPGs were my jam. Mm-hmm. They are not any longer.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: really? don't really like turn based yeah. RPGs. Let's don't, take
2: something fun and grind it down yeah. to a halt. And don't like grinding. Turn it into. That's a, I think as someone who really loves like board games and stuff, I'm just gonna play a board game at that point. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. For some reason, yeah, that like most turn based games, even nowadays, like very, unless it's like a civilization or something on like the building scale, like, but
1: not into random encounters really. Like, pretty much all the like main things that make a JRPG a JRPG, I don't like any longer. I really liked
0: Octopath. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really, really liked it. I wanted to, and I just, I don't know. It's just not. Hmm. It's just not who I am anymore. So. Yeah, I
0: don't know if I could think of a. That's the thing. Like, those games, are, there's so many of them. I don't know if I could, because I think the stories that are told in those games are told best through those types yeah. of games. And all the games that I like to play, they have their stories told, or at least... That's the only way I could see them being told is through that action-y or platformy or 1st person kind of like, thing.
1: It might be kind of fun to do something kind of sci-fi, like take um, like the Mass Effect universe and push it into a JRPG. It's got a really good story, right. a lot of interesting characters. Your, your party size does that, like, hey, sometimes I've got one person. Sometimes I have nine people, you know, kind of JRPG kind of thing. That could be cool. There are people with different abilities in that world. Um, so, like, that, that might kind of work. Um, it's a little really bit like... outside of, you know...
0: Um there's a Stranger Things mobile game and it's kind of JRPG-ish. Really? I want to say or maybe I'm th- maybe I maybe it just looks like a top-down JRPG and it's not. I don't know. But I can see like maybe Stranger Things yeah. getting that kind of treatment. Yeah. I think that could be cool. Something like that. Something yeah. that's super 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 heavy on story.
1: It's just not my Obviously. thing anymore. I wish it was because I yeah. loved it as a kid. But sorry,
0: turned down for what? Yeah, sorry, That's, man. Yeah. Um, all right, Kangaroo Jack wants to know, do you guys think we'll ever see the return of Command & Conquer games like Red Alert 1 and 2 or even Command & Conquer Generals remastered versions, or have those sort of games kind of run their course?
1: So unfortunately, Dylan and I both made show notes this week, um, and I deleted mine and we used Dylan's. I actually had a link in mine. Oh, did you? Um, okay. These games are actually all getting remade. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, they announced, EA announced it like a month or two ago, but I don't remember exactly which ones. I think it's Red Alert, maybe I'm the original. i never played Friday a conference. single I'm not
2: familiar. I, like, I know what the box looks like, but that's really yeah. it, so I don't... They're just real-time strategy games. Really okay. time. I mean, it was, you know... <laughs> you know how every once in a while there'll be like two
1: movies or two music artists that kind of play against each other. Right. Um, like The one that for me and always in my head is always Bon Jovi, Def Leppard. Like they kind of <laughs> were whatever. Um, this was just World of Warcraft or Warcraft, Warcraft and Command and & conquer. conquer kind of battle right. against each other. I never, I love the Warcraft games. Never played the Command & Conquer games. but I
2: played Warcraft a lot. Yeah, maybe. folks
1: love them. Um, Hans, who does uh, 8-Bit Bites with me, was a big Command & Conquer fan. Oh, so, nice. Uh, but yeah, these are all getting redone. I... I think it'll be interesting to see how they work because that RTS the genre, Starcraft
0: I, is a RTS, right? Yeah. And that's still a massive,
1: massive yeah. game. But, but I mean, only there's, because of like tournament play. Yeah, play yeah. yeah, I think
2: there's a few games yeah. left, but I, the RTSs were like, they had their heyday a while ago, yeah. and I don't... It just doesn't seem like they're Halo Wars as, 2 was probably the last big one to come yeah, out. Yeah, and those are almost like action RTSs too. Well, they, like because they, they're made to of, run on a console. Right, like, and yeah. they've kind of... They've kind of... Augmented a little bit to make it more—I don't know what the word is—but action, action-heavy. Top to run, action yeah. heavy. Mm-hmm.
1: Tooth and Tail was yeah. a really cool uh, RTS that came out. Two years or a year ago, I'm going to say that it was uh, the entire idea behind that was it was kind of set in kind of a red wall, like mice and foxes and and kind of stuff. But the idea was they're like five to seven minute matches instead of 30 to 45 minute matches. It was an interesting game. Yeah. Um, The problem I've always had with RTS is is I intellectually think I will be very good at them. Oh, yeah. And I am not at all. Yeah. Um, I overthink them every time I play them. Yeah.
2: I really loved Age of Empires. I loved. uh, Yeah. Um, Goblin Commander, I think it was called. That one was fun. I like um, Total Annihilation a lot. Those um, games are good. And Devon they did the the Battle for Middle-Earth ones were kind of interesting, too, yeah. I thought.
1: Yeah, So it's a genre that not much has come of it lately, and I don't know if it's just because folks don't play those games anymore, or if it's yeah. that it's really hard, like they have to be kind of PC-only. Yeah, they really do. It'll be interesting to see though with mice and keyboards starting to work on Xboxes, Xbox. at least. right? <coughs> Please don't <Yeah>. die. <coughs> How that'll, how that'll work.
0: He's alive. All right. All right, thank you for the questions. If you have questions for, uh, thank you, Kangaroo Jack, uh, for the question and everybody else. If you have questions for us, you can drop into our Discord or you can send them to us from our website, Uh Yeah, so there's that. Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games in a troll corner. So, for the first time in recorded history, we are recording this show after... They have announced Xbox Game with Gold <laughs> and since PlayStation Plus games since, yeah, well, at least since the dawn of time. So uh, first, let's get into the Xbox Games with Gold coming this month in March, uh, beginning March 1st. You are going to be able to pick up Adventure Time, Pirates of the... Good luck there. Echiridian. That seems, that seems right. And Echiridian. There's an end there. Sorry. Uh, so you'll be able to pick that up starting March 1st all the way through the end of the month. Also on March 1st, Star Wars Republic Commando, you get that through the 15th. That is an Xbox 360 backwards compatible game. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, you pick that up the... Uh, now. No. Sorry. March the 16th through the 15th. Lots of numbers of here.
1: That game's really, really, really good, too.
0: Yeah. And aren't they? Is that they're they're talking about a new? Uh, aren't, isn't there rumors of like a battle royale plants versus zombies so, thing?
2: Yeah. That, that sounds it's funny.
0: It's just that the battle royale thing, I love it, but it's 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 a little much, much. But that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and also, March sixteenth through the thirty first, an Xbox three sixty backward compatible game is Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Revengeance is a great word. <laughs> I mean, is it, though, really? Not really. No. Nah. Um, okay, over on the PS4 side of life for March with your PlayStation Plus membership, you are going to pick up... Why can't they just put them in a list? Man, where's it at here? Uh, you will be getting uh, The Witness. Because I don't have
1: that four times. <coughs> right. Uh, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Oh. um, It's not... Uh, if I was Sony... And I was getting rid of uh let's see, what? Two thirds of the games that people got for free every single Yo. month. I think I would have gone really, really, really big in March. Um The Witness is a is a fine game that I own and I have enjoyed. Um Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is I'm sure a fine
0: game that many people have enjoyed. I mean it's one of the number one top selling franchises every year after year after year, so it's but like
1: man, that is not like a Coming out of the gate super strong with games that people are going to be super, super hyped about, I wouldn't think. Yeah, because m-
0: March is the first month that PlayStation Plus isn't including PS3 and Vita. Yep. So Wow, uh, wait to drop that one, guys. Yeah. I, I You know, whatever. This uh, is why you just got a new CEO. Yeah, play
1: The Witness. Whatever. I, I really recommend The Witness. Yeah. It's hard, but it's very interesting.
0: Um, if you are on the Epic Games Store, which I'm going to need to do, I think, because isn't that where Division 2 is coming? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's so. what we heard. Are you going to buy that on the
1: PC? I can't decide. I can't don't, decide. Get it on the Xbox? I don't don't play know. with me?
0: I don't know. Um, so if you have the Epic Game Store, uh, Slime Rancher is the next freebie because uh, what is it? Every two weeks? Yeah. So that'll start I think on March seventh or eighth. It's kind of
1: I can never. I think their games overlap by uh, you a know, day. I need
0: to get. I need to get on there now because Thimbleweed Park is still available yeah. until
1: uh, March seventh. Get Thimbleweed Park for the next week. That game's so good, but Slime Rancher is also really good. Like I. I I didn't have really high expectations of that game, and I started playing it one morning before work, and was late to work because I lost <laughs> track of time. So I think that's a good endorsement. I would um, say
0: if it made you late for work,
1: and I believe it also good. has a free VR version. I don't know if the I don't know if the Epic Store version of it will have that, but it's it's a really
0: fun, just kind of cute game about collecting slimes and starting a, a slime ranch. Yay! Um, Speaking of Division 2, Open Beta is starting this weekend. So Friday, March 1st. It's going to go through March 4th. So just this weekend. um, Yeah, Division 2, Open Beta. Is that going to be all platforms or is it just... I believe it is all platforms. I played the
1: closed beta two two weeks ago. If you liked the Division 1... Loved it. Then you'll love the Division 2 because I literally could not tell you any difference between them. Really? But uh, yeah, it was fine. Players are still, you know, bad guys are still kind of spongy, still... Plays
0: great, still shoots great, still looks great. One thing I'm hope, I'm curious to dive into is their menu system and their the way everything like you build your loadouts and your upgrades and your stuff like that. I just hope, I they, hope they cleaned it up a bit. I hope they clean it up, and I hope that they make it a little bit more obvious that there are different loadouts.
1: Like that was a game that I played for I don't know 15 or 20 hours and started reading a, a you know like a, a walkthrough. They're like, okay, so you can either have a healing loadout or you can have a you know fighting loadout, or even uh-huh. like
0: really. Huh. I tried to, once I figured that out, I started to balance it out. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm way better at this than I thought I yeah. was. Uh, so, yeah, open beta for Division 2 is this weekend. Uh, finally, Hitman 2's first mission is now free for Erwan. Erwan. Erwin. Erwin? Erwin. Um, mm-hmm. Now free for everyone from where? It's a really good, it's the Hitman 2 starter pack. It is
1: <laughs> on Steam on Steam. There you go. I've heard great, 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 great things about Hitman 2. It's a game I've never played. I've never played any of the Hitman games, but I've heard that 2 is
0: excellent. So, kind of want that. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on the day and date of posting, the Hitman 2 starter pack is free. Any progress you make will carry over, and that game is currently on sale uh, at 37% off, so $38 right now, but that sale ends on the 28th. Oh, Bummer. So, if but you it's do, still free. If you buy Hitman pack. 2...
1: And own Hitman 1, too. You can play all of the Hitman 1 levels yeah,
0: inside so of Hitman cool. 2. That made my brain break, but I think I understand what you said. You don't
2: said. have to boot up the two games separately if you want to play a no. mission from and the first And you'll get all game. the advantages of playing in Hitman 2. Oh, yeah, I cool. like that. That's
0: kind of nifty. All right, so there you go. There's all your cheap free games. Oh, a little game I picked up for free on my iPhone today is called Snakebird. Snakebird?
2: And that leads us on to Small Bites. Yeah.
0: It's, oh, it's not it.
1: It's because I used... Yeah, you know. got it. Yeah. Snakebird. So, go, yeah, snake go download bird. it.
0: Adam uh, showed me it too. It looked cute I'm and it had good music. I'm looking at the totally wrong set of notes because it's not in front of me. Oh. That's why I'm like, that's why I was going to talk about it. Oh. Yeah. But you'll love
1: it. Yeah. Tell, tell us how much you love it. I love it a lot. There you go. Snakebird. I love it. That's all you need to know. That's that's why you need professional critical <laughs> reviews. Adam loves it a lot.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right, so there's that. Now, let's go to the troll corner. I'd like to put in the troll corner whomever updated these notes and not mine. Sorry, man. I know, it's fine. Uh, troll corner, who's who? Who's that? THQ Nordic. <laughs> First of all, didn't realize they were still a thing.
1: Uh, so, THQ Nordic is actually uh, like rose like a phoenix from the ashes of THQ. So, THQ and THQ Nordic are not in the same company. Um, THQ Nordic <clears throat> is a company that has just been buying IP all over the place. <clears throat> but uh, they they released, like, the Darksiders games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they decided to do a, uh AMA on 8chan yesterday. You familiar with 8chan?
2: Not really, because I stay off of the internet for the most Wait, part. is it
0: 8chan or 4chan?
1: 8chan is 4chan's significantly worse older brother. Oh, no, I had no idea. 8chan is a website that has been delisted from Google because of oh. suspected uh child pornography. Oh no. <laughs> Apparently Man. THQ Nordic did not do their homework. Good yeah, job, we'll guys. <clears throat> anyway, they uh had to release a uh a <laughs> Very, very sad statement. I personally agreed to the same A without doing my proper due diligence to understand the history and the controversy of the site. I do not condone child pornography, white supremacy, or racism in any shape or form. So that's Philip Brock, who, as of yesterday, was the PR and
0: marketing director of THG. THQ Nordic. Woo! Yeah, you tried to get through that one. Ran
2: out of cough drops. That's okay. Anyway. So yeah. Um, so the moral of the story here, do your homework, do your homework. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately <coughs> pseudo honest mistake. They're a big company so they should probably do more due diligence, but well, if you're the like, PR guy. But, right. Like that's definitely your job when you're <laughs> like you're in charge of your brand. So like but he like he's owning but, up to like I made a mistake. That's really all you can do, right? So, you know.
1: doing an AMA on Reddit these days is yeah. kind of edgy. So yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, why didn't they just do it on Reddit? I think 8chan HM actually invited that's them. That's what it
2: sounds like. <laughs> they invited them, like, yeah, we're feeling saucy today, and they did it, and, yeah, so. <laughs> that's why. That's why I feel like it was a little, because if, no, if you don't know, and they just say, hey, do you want to do this? Sure. Like, he said sure without just Googling it, right? So, <laughs>
0: But then the thing is, if you Googled that, would you have been able to find it?
2: Well, I think that's the first (laughs) step. You Google it. You're like, huh, that's
0: not there. That's That's weird. weird." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good job, THQ Nordic. Um, Go make another great Darksiders game. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's it. All Sorry. right. Uh, oh, yeah. So, also, cheap free games. If you ever want to pick up some cheap free games and support some really great causes, uh, you can join uh, Humble Bundle Monthly, and you can check out the Humble Bundles through our affiliate link. We are an official Humble Bundle partner. It's bitemepodcast.com slash humble. So, go check that out. And while you are at our website, you can go to our Discord channel. That's bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Right? Things like that? Yep. Yes. Cool. And that's B-Y-T-E-Me podcast.com. Same thing on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast. Uh, that's it. That is all. That is all. Have a great weekend. Uh, play the Division play The division 2 beta if you are uh, so inclined, because I'm really curious to know about that. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably play it. Yeah, I'm, I am I want to know about it because I have people in town this weekend, so I'm going to be shuttling people around and going to a concert. Nice. Who yeah. are you seeing? Robin.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: That's okay. Okay. Bye me.